Hi everybody, my name is Rachel McDonald and I am happy to tell you a little bit more about who I am and what I represent. I have been working in education for the past 23 years. I'm grateful to have been able to do stuff in the US, right here in Jamaica and even in the Caribbean. And I believe that my strength is really in helping schools and practitioners adapt to life in today's globally connected village. I think that change is inevitable and it's the only thing that remains constant. And through my new venture, Educational Consultancy, I believe that I can provide through action-based evidence-supported, and the innovative know-how, all the help necessary to transition schools towards greater sustainability. I have been working with children and in education from I was a child. I knew from then that passion and purpose were intertwined and I have done everything. I've babysat, I've hosted summer camps, in my parents' home, catering to the neighborhood children, and also in Basseterre in St. Kitts and Nevis. And I think all of that just sort of helped me to deep dive into the world of education. I have worked with the US-based intervention homework support company, America Reads. I have fallen in love with Spanish language and I have been a Spanish teacher, starting from when I was in university, when I got college credit for teaching third grade elementary school Spanish to fulfill my degree requirements. I completed my first degree at a small university in Meadville, Pennsylvania called Allegheny College and I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree. I continued um, back home where I started a teaching job at a private school and while I was there I completed my Master of Science degree in education and I specialized a little bit in pre-kindergarten and primary education but I have and I was at the time teaching high school so I have taught at the early childhood, at the primary, and also at the secondary levels. Currently, I am pursuing my PhD, also in education, with a specialization in learning, instruction, and in innovation from Walden University. I started a company back in 2008 called Fundaciones, which is Spanish for foundations and it was exactly what I thought children needed at the time to navigate this new century that we were going into. So at the time we were one of the first bilingual early childhood programs and we grew into three locations and we grew from early childhood into primary programs and it was just an, an amazing experience sharing my philosophy and methodology with teachers and families and watching children just react and respond exactly how and sometimes not exactly how we had imagined I was able to learn a whole lot and I think what was most meaningful about Fundaciones or what has been most meaningful would definitely be the ability for us to create for us to share, for us to excite, and to make memorable um, 
the hashtag learn the fun so over the past over the last couple of years you found that the hashtag became more than a slogan but it also gave a lot of insight into a methodology that was based on fun and developmentally appropriate practices um, I have probably spent 23 years working with families in English and in Spanish and what this global pandemic has heralded in me is somewhat of a rebirth or what we like to call right now even a pivot and I think that the time is now for me to really set out and do what I think needs to be done in order to reimagine and transform education especially here locally and um, through the consultancy services my hope is to impart my love for learning and to create to collaborate to think critically and to communicate with as many people as possible so that we can strengthen school culture i um i have worked with several local agencies I know what it is like to certify a school at the early childhood level. I know what it is like to plan activities according to curricula. I know what it is like to implement technology in schools. I know what it is like to look at the sustainable development goals and bring them to life for children in schools. I have had the same sort of challenges that all practitioners and administrators have had, right? I have had to tweak programs so that they can bring in money. I know what the struggles are. And today I am here to lend myself to you and to your school um, and it is my hope to really prioritize and share the fundamentals in education that I have learned and I have implemented throughout my career to help you achieve greater success for yourself and for your organization. That is who I am and what I represent currently. I look forward to sharing with you. Thank you. Hi everyone. It's me, Rachel McDonald, and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play. You know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been. That sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, 
you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and i want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things, that, well, ponder what I've shared with you. And if you have any questions and or any concerns, hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account um, or you can email me or grab a hold of me um, yeah so thank you bye hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. 
Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions. And we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder, are a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities. And, you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things, that, well, ponder what I've shared with you. And if you have any questions and or any concerns, hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account um, or you can email me or grab a hold of me um, yeah so thank you bye hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, 
It is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things, that, well, ponder what I've shared with you. And if you have any questions and or any concerns, hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account.
Hi everyone, it's me, Rachel McDonald, and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play. You know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been. That sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions. And we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder, are a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities. And, you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum 
of one hour screen time screen time a day so please think about things that, well ponder what i've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um on the talks with tia instagram account hi everyone it's me rachel mcdonald and i just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. 
please 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 consider all of these aspects when next you throw the the tablet in front of them please and as i close out i just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time screen time a day so please think about things well ponder what i've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um on the talks with tia instagram account hi everyone it's me rachel mcdonald and i just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities and you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, 
in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless, it's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities. And, you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create, 
opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe. Because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder are a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage 
process-oriented activities. And you know, through these activities, what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them. Please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are 
a time for wonder or a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and i want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, 
you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and i want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder that sense of curiosity that i find innate in children and that i find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play and in the words of albert einstein the great scientist i just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research 
play therefore should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know, that we see children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder, are a time for awe, and this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities. And, you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a 
move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder that sense of curiosity that i find innate in children and that i find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play and in the words of albert einstein the great scientist i just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research play therefore should never be considered separate and apart from learning i know in jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play it's meaningless it's devoid of structure it's devoid of purpose and the reality is that this is not so play actually supports later learning and development it is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and i want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what i've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um on the talks with tia instagram account hi everyone it's me rachel mcdonald and i just wanted to share my two cents with you on play 
you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home it is true that us adults are overwhelmed we're tired we're working we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners and in so doing i have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder that sense of curiosity that i find innate in children and that i find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play and in the words of albert einstein the great scientist i just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research play therefore should never be considered separate and apart from learning i know in jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play it's meaningless it's devoid of structure it's devoid of purpose and the reality is that this is not so play actually supports later learning and development it is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and i want you to think back to what your most engaging times um in school were what those felt like what those looked like and i want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children please 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 consider all of these aspects when next you throw the the tablet in front of them please and as i close out i just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time screen time a day so please think about things 
well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home it is true that us adults are overwhelmed we're tired we're working we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners and in so doing I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play and in the words of Albert Einstein the great scientist I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know through these activities what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations you're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red you're going to give children opportunities to to create opportunities to move opportunities to sing opportunities to discuss opportunities to read and to be read to and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that plays literally the creating the moving the singing the discussing the reading the observing and I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were what those felt like what those looked like and I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children so definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity right and also slotting time daily to read to your children 
please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things, uh, well, ponder what I've shared with you. And if you have any questions and or any concerns, hit me up um, on the Talks with Tia Instagram account. Hi everyone, it's me. Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home it is true that us adults are overwhelmed we're tired we're working we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners and in so doing I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play and in the words of Albert Einstein the great scientist I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, 
in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them. Please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been right children have not changed at all during this pandemic what has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings therefore i'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities to encourage process-oriented activities and you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon 
to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be read. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create, opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that. Plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what you're most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them. Please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still are trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see children developing physically children developing mentally and cognitively we see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them so my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious right early years are a time for wonder or a time for awe and this is something that has always been 
right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities. And, you know, through these activities, what you're going to do now is you're going to place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that, plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account hi everyone it's me Rachel McDonald and I just wanted to share my two cents with you on play you know, as we try our best to navigate COVID-19 and the majority of our children are at home, it is true that us adults are overwhelmed, we're tired, we're working, we're still trying to balance and juggle what we have to do in order to be able to provide for our younger learners. And in so doing, I have seen or noticed a move away from that which has always been that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity that I find innate in children and that I find and studies show really come out a lot um, through play. And in the words of Albert Einstein, the great scientist, I just want you to remember that he said that play is the highest form of research. Play, therefore, should never be considered separate and apart from learning. I know in Jamaica we have this mentality of thinking that when children are outside or left to play, it's meaningless. It's devoid of structure, it's devoid of purpose, and the reality is that this is not so. Play actually supports later learning and development. It is through developmentally appropriate practice um, you know that we see 
children developing physically, children developing mentally and cognitively. We see children beginning to value their emotions and we see that literal language coming out through the opportunities that we're able to present to them. So my, my message to you today is to remember that children are naturally curious, right? Early years are a time for wonder, are a time for awe. And this is something that has always been, right? Children have not changed at all during this pandemic. What has really changed are the conditions under which they're being forced to learn and being forced to discover and explore their surroundings. Therefore, I'm encouraging you as much as possible to encourage open-ended activities, to encourage process-oriented activities and you know, through these activities, what you're gonna do now is you're gonna place less limits on the expectations. You're not going to give a child um, a red crayon to draw a fire truck because you know a fire truck only to be red. You're going to give children opportunities to, to create opportunities to move, opportunities to sing, opportunities to discuss, opportunities to read and to be read to, and opportunities for them to observe because the reality is that plays all of that, plays literally the creating, the moving, the singing, the discussing, the reading, the observing. And I want you to think back to what your most engaging times um, in school were, what those felt like, what those looked like. And I want you to really think about being deliberate and purposeful about creating more of those opportunities for your children. So definitely taking time every day to ensure that your children move, that your children are engaged in some form of creative activity, right? And also slotting time daily to read to your children. Please, please, please consider all of these aspects when next you throw the, the tablet in front of them, please. And as I close out, I just want to remind you also that young children below three should literally have no screen time. Children three to five years old should only have a maximum of one hour screen time, screen time a day. So please think about things uh, well ponder what I've shared with you and if you have any questions and or any concerns hit me up um, on the talks with Tia Instagram account 